0: Visit buymeacoffee.com slash Block Talk and keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It was double the drama in this double elimination episode of Survivor 42. But once again, the real world entered reality television for a truly vulnerable moment for some of the castaways. It's time to discuss all things Survivor 42. And joining me is the always opinionated Miss Felicia. Hello. I'm here. Thanks for having me. You are here. Um, and I, I'm excited to hear your opinions on this episode and this season. Wow. I'm excited what? to give them
1: we're almost done with this season this went fast it did go fast it has i'm like shocked we're already coming towards the end you know i know they like
0: bryce and isaiah already announced their finale party in la in like three weeks i'm like wow we're done We're, we're we're done there you go how have you been enjoying this season so far
1: i've enjoyed it you know um i think it's like hit its stride um, yeah, I like a lot of the characters. Um, I think it's a good season. I'm enjoying it. Do you have
0: any favorites?
1: Yeah. Um, Omar, I love Omar. Okay. He's he's killing mm-hmm. it. Um, I liked Jonathan until this week. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I like High. High is fun. Is it because he's gay? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to root for the gays. Um, and then Drea, I like too. You would like Drea. You two, I feel
0: like, would get along great.
1: I think we would too. Oh, um, and I played with Chanel, um, on uh org. I did. We we never got to interact because I was v- voted out first in Heroes versus Villains. I was the first of my tribe to get voted out. Um, and you were a villain, hero. obviously, right? I was a villain. You're she a was villain. a hero, so we never <laughs> got to interact. But we, I have at that little connection
0: so many connections this season to um this show uh, my mom knows mariah um oh, that's Reese cool. knows lydia you know chanel crazy maybe chanel will come to the podcast even though i've kind of ripped her apart i like don't um, know her but <laughs> but
1: um yeah no she might she will see she, we'll see she's a big survivor fan so yeah wow all right um now first question
0: before we dive into the episode specific Compared to season forty-one,
1: how are you enjoying it? Which is one, um, which one better? I'm I'm liking it more than forty-one. I think. Um, Do you like think the... it's because you know the twists ahead yeah. of time and you? Yes, and, definitely. Yeah. And That's also, what like, I'm feeling because people really had a problem with that hourglass twist last season. This season, we like saw it like we were told straight up that it was happening. And they didn't like end it on a dumb cliffhanger like it was in the middle of the episode. So I think that like helped with the pacing a lot.
0: Yeah, I I think what the difference is it last season we were learning the people and learning how this new version of the game was playing. This time we know how that version is playing. So we're just focusing on the people. Yeah, Um, I'm kind of liking that. I, I like this. So, Jeff, calm it down. Stop doing too much at once.
1: Yeah, we don't need to do the hour twi- hourglass twist again. Like, well, that's what's exciting that about one. this season.
0: <laughs> we, we, most of these twists are going to be seen by future players, so you can't really do them. Yeah, um, they're going to have to expect the they might exist. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, let's 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 get through this. Um, Romeo starts off saying he has no hard feelings. He is thankful to still be there, and he still likes all of them. Three votes were thrown on him just in case Chanel played an idol. He was lied to, and he thinks they're all fake. And he really doesn't like any of them. It's time to put on that gay fake smile, and
1: I—I sh- I am sure you've done that many a time. I'm doing it right now, Michael. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, Bastard. Yeah, no, he—he w- he did not seem. He his fake gay face isn't great. He seems no. pressed. <laughs> He 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 was a panini. Um, now Hi is going to ask Tori
0: if she voted for him. She very quickly says no. Hi thinks he knows who his hinky vote came from, and it was Romeo. Romeo is going to say in front of the group that he voted for Chanel. But in the flashback, we do see Romeo say he wanted to see High squirm. And I was like, oh my God, Romeo,
1: you are gay. You yeah. love making he, twinks be, feel bad. <laughs> he hates the only other tw- twink on the island. He's like, there can only literally. Be <laughs>
0: literally um now hi is gonna go on a little bit of a power trip and i have to say it was not mr cute why it's is not mr cutie doing this i
1: know it's kind of sad to see um he's like a fun villain though you know um it's okay
0: i i don't like this version of hi he's getting a little Come entitled on, you're supposed yeah to... dad that's it now romeo thinks hi is instigating everything in camp and um hi thinks romeo is instigating everything in camp and will tell Lindsay and tori that hi is lying to everyone and that they should just you know vote him out he did get high to freak out and believes anyone who's aligned with him is dumb he's now ready to play this game foreshadowing <laughs> for this episode <laughs> now it's the wee hours of the morning and we know this because the screen is grayscale At the water well, we see hi, Rox, Jonathan, and Mike discuss who is next. Hi, we'll say Romeo, because he is causing paranoia. Rox says Romeo is an easy go, but that's not good for him. He believes the guys need to stick together. A guys alliance? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Rox is going to talk to all five of the guys and say they have to pull in the game. The guys are coming together because the macho three are feeling very emasculated with the women there. Clearly!
1: Come on, Roxroy, Jonathan, and mike (laughs) you
0: you can't have the women dominating, clearly. Now, Rox, we'll talk to Omer, and Omer is like, are you fucking serious, moron? Uh, Omer says Roxroy hasn't talked game to him at all, and coming in this hot is a mistake in his eyes. Rox wants Omer to plant the seed, grow the seed, bear the fruit. This man is just not my cup of tea. I would not get along with him.
1: Roxroy, yeah. Yeah, me neither. No, absolutely. The way he do- talks down on people is just so like infuriating. If I was on the island with him, ooh, I would have... He would have yeah. made it
0: this far. I mean, <laughs> we all know that I don't like Tori at all, but maybe I have a little more sympathy for Tori.
1: She was growing on me in the last few weeks, honestly.
0: She had to deal with that man.
1: Yeah. But she well, is a over-nose. psychologist or whatever, so... I guess that should be easy for her. <laughs> sure,
0: sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> uh, Omar knows he won't have the same chance to win immunity in the final three if he does a guy's alliance. Now we're going to see Rox talk to High, who is like, there's a boy's alliance brewing, and somehow I'm part of it. And he's like, I'm not going to be part of the misogyny club. Oh, no, 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 no. High does not like the way Rocks Roy talks to people. He's blunt, cuts people off. He doesn't let you finish your thoughts, and you only talk strategy when he wants to talk strategy. He is climbing the ranks of who to vote out for High. And I was like, oh, uh -oh. hi is having a little bit of a change of heart from vote to vote. I'm okay. You you changed my opinion in
1: two minutes. (laughs) Always
0: evolving. Always. Now, we're going to move straight to the immunity challenge. I think we were maybe like seven minutes into the episode. Yeah, I was was...
1: watching. I was rewatching it today. And I like by the time we got to the challenge, I was like, oh, whoa. And like it was the only challenge this week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, Um, we
0: are on the high seas for this immunity challenge. They will balance on a triangular platform in rough water with their feet perched on narrow footholds. They will move higher at intervals. And if you touch the platform or fall, you are out. Out. Now, Jeff is going to reveal that two people win immunity. Oh, uh oh, but there is a twist. And a twist we have seen last season. They will be divided into two groups. One person from each team will win immunity. Each team will go to tribal separately, and both teams will vote someone out. And they are playing for a reward. Whoever lasts the longest will earn beef and veggie kebabs for their team, and they will go to tribal last. I like beef. I like veggies.
1: That's a cool reward. Definitely if you're not eating. That's great. Yeah. And I, no he, he but...
0: doesn't care anymore. <laughs> No, Applebee's. But High, High, I think, is no longer vegan on this season, so he can eat the beef. Oh, is that? I mean, that, it I
1: mean
0: we know he's eaten beef before. Ooh. sausage <laughs> maybe. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. Here is how we have our teams. On Blue, we have Drea, Jonathan, Tori, Lindsay, and Marianne. Orange, we have Mike, Roxroy, Omer, Romeo, and High. Interesting breakdown. Fate was really cruel.
1: Yeah, I mean. Sucks for is on Jonathan's team, I guess. How would you do in this challenge? I would honestly do very well in this challenge, I think. This is okay. one of the challenges. Would you win? Um, How long were they up there for?
0: Well, this one, because of the Cs, they were probably only up there for a little yeah, over. this um, one was a
1: lot harder. 10. Um, I, I think I could. It depends on... Who's there? The, the, all right. The well,
0: this summer, Fire Island. We're going to go check it out. See how you do Let's
1: do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Survivor, Survivor Fire, Fire Island. Island. That'd be great. That'd be so fun. So shady.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, listeners, I'm going to make this happen. Maybe not this year. Next year, Survivor Fire Island.
1: We're my, doing it. Right
0: in the meat rack.
1: Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> okay, so,
0: Survivor with sex. Uh, whoopsie. Okay. Okay. All right. The challenge starts, and the elements are they're just not in their favor. Literally, seconds in Marianne Falls, Roxray is out, Omer is out, Mike is out. We have a very short moment before Dre and Tori out. Not even a minute in, and it's Romeo and High for Orange, Lindsay and Jonathan for blue. Do you think production maybe, maybe it's like serendipity?
1: I don't know. It's wild. Right.
0: Do do you think production should have been like, you know what? Maybe we should not do this challenge today. What is our backup?
1: I feel like that's happened a few times this season. <laughs> They're yeah. like not
0: um, considering
1: the currents or anything.
0: Because the, the dream team has to try it out. I don't know if they did yeah. it the day before, hours before, but this the water was not in their favor. No. This was terrible. Well, it all is going to last a second as Romeo is out. High will win immunity for orange, but now it's the battle for the food. I really, 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 really wanted Lindsay to
1: win. But Lindsay's alas, been really, Lindsay's been so close, like at, almost every time. Like yeah. I like her. Superman She's wins his strong. first immunity. I do too.
0: Now we're going to see who gets the food. It's either team high or team Jonathan. Ultimately high will drop and blue will get food. Jonathan is immune. Now Mike says he doesn't have to worry about anything. Having not one immunity. He's got the numbers four to one. Romeo is out. I just love these confessionals because they're just great for uh, told you so moments later on.
1: Yeah. That replay value is high.
0: If you're a contestant going out there in the future, be careful what you say. Be <laughs> fucking careful. It's true. They're going to find like a, a dumb way dumb. to make it
1: bite you. <laughs> Were you surprised by the results here? Of like the winners? Yeah. No, not really. I mean, this high says he's one of the strongest there. So he finally got to show it. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then Jonathan and Lindsay have both been super strong up until this point. Yeah. So yeah. Nope. I'm not well,
0: the losers head over to the old orange camp. And Omer never thought he'd be at Taku, and here he is with the men. Roxroy got his man butt. He's got to vote one of them out. <laughs> Romeo's worst nightmare has come true. He has nothing in common with Roxroy, even though they were aligned. He has nothing in common with Mike because he's 100 years old. And he got into an argument with Hyde. Hyde, he thinks he's going home. I was like, Mike is not really 100 years old. He doesn't even look that old. Yeah, he's like maybe
1: 50, right? Yeah, he's a Rox- little Roxroy was also he- saying like how old he was. And I was like, y'all... <laughs> Yeah, Y'all. <laughs> could you
0: imagine what people would say about me out there They're like oh my god you're fucking ancient you should be in a retirement home right i'm so old anyway mike and roxroy think it's a no-brainer as three of the guys he brought together are ready to go to tribal the dynamics come in during the wait to travel but roxroy thinks guys are more rigid in making a decision so he's thinking his plan will stay why do we say these
1: things? Why did Roxroy just make a
0: um, misogynistic comment like that?
1: Generalization? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it ended up seeing him out. So, yeah, not cute. <laughs> not cute. <laughs> nope.
0: Now, Omar says Romeo is loyal to him, and Roxroy is immovable. He wants to get rid of the people who he can't shape or mold into what he wants. So, That's Omar's going to meet with Romeo to tell him about the guy's alliance. Omer wants to tell High that the three of them should go after Rocks, and Romeo doesn't trust High as he wants him out. The irony for Romeo is the person he wanted to target is who holds his survivor life in his hands. He is not confident as he believes High is the sneakiest weasel Survivor Forty Two has. Now, I just want to bring something up because it's a it's a phrase that's been used before about another survivor contestant of Asian descent. Woo was called weasel woo hi oh. is being called weasel
1: coincidence yeah. not, cute. not cute yeah
0: no um just saying Omar now is going to meet with hi to talk about blindsiding rocks they have the number and high's concern is mike considers high his number one and he could lose mike's trust and meanwhile i'm like didn't that motherfucker vote out lydia so who why were you wondering about him now
1: yeah true also it's It's like a bullet for her it's a five-person alliance and it's like two of you one of them's getting voted out that only leaves two other people on the alliance so like exactly (laughs) you don't have that many other other people to trust you know exactly well this
0: vote is strategic over emotional for high so he wants to get mike's blessing It's like how antiquated why do people need blessings for things it's dumb it's survivor. would you ask your future husband's parents for your future husband's hand in
1: marriage um depending on who the future husband is um i would okay. like inform the parents before i don't know probably not i don't know i
0: probably would inform the parents and 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 my mom and, and my family only because i want it to be a fucking like big deal like um, not flash mob, but it, it, like everyone's going to know. Like It's going to be one of those yeah. things because I need attention. I don't ever get attention. I feel that. And you're like rolling your eyes being like, oh my god, he's insane. <laughs> 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 All right. High is candid with Mike and explains that he's not scared of Romeo and thinks Roxroy will be harder to navigate later down the line. Mike tells High that he does not want to get rid of Rox, but the maybe not tonight just not not right now he will show that they are not trustworthy if they vote him out mike is a man of his word and is worried about the rest of his alliance i'm like again you voted out lydia so you're not a man of your word liar right
1: mike already gave his word just for guys guys
0: exactly but high is his number one so they have to figure out figure out what to do we're going to move over to team blue the winners because yay winners they're eating that yummy food um i like beef and veggies that sounds so good
1: yeah maybe i'll have kebabs for dinner tonight
0: yeah oh my god good call we're gonna finally get to hear from Lindsay, who was so close to being jonathan at the immunity challenge but hey at least he got a lot of food Lindsay is so glad the shake-up put her and two takus together drea has the hidden immunity idol so she thinks tori is the easy target here they all contemplate who will go home on the other squad and after they um scruffle, they're going to think that Romeo is going homeo. Jonathan thinks this will be really good for him as he is part of he's going to have to put his ego behind him and has waited for a moment to make a big move. He's going to tell Marianne that it's time to get rid of an idol. Not hers but Drea's. But here's the catch. That Jonathan so stupidly messed up he's going to tell Drea to veil Marianne. But more on that shortly. Marianne is skeptical as why gotta be her? She Mm. feels Jonathan treats her like a little girl, but she's not here to be a sheep. She's fine with targeting Drea, but Jonathan is getting to her. Tori is going to ask Marianne if she and Jonathan spoke. And of course, Miss Loops Lips sink Ships tells Tori that the target is Drea. Of course, Tori is very extremely happy here. Tori knows Drea and she knows she will get into her head. So her biggest fear is that Tori should be the no brainer. But with them willing to make a move, she still has hope. All right, so this is all interesting. We're watching the dominoes; they're like they're, they're, they're tipping, they're tipping, they're tipping. Jonathan goes to Drea and tells her that he thinks it's good to get rid of the idol. So it's Marianne, and Drea's like, "Ha ha 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 ha! That is a red flag. If they're voting out people with idols, she's got one." We're gonna now see the alliance of Lindsay and Jonathan chat on the beach as he wants to get rid of Drea. And she's okay, yes. This could be a big move for us. But with an extra vote and an idol from Marianne, if Drea uses her idol, Marianne will be out and they lose two advantages. Is it true all beefy
1: bros have no brains? Um, This particular one does not. (laughs) Is all I can say on that matter.
0: The face that Jonathan makes when he realizes he just played himself, he did not see the full picture here.
1: Because I thought at first that his plan was to flush also marianne's like if that was his goal then like yes maybe that is a decent plan
0: i don't think it was but he I wasn't don't think he, i
1: don't I, think no Which he wasn't like why not target tori like have Drea's exactly person be tori like it didn't make sense exactly now
0: Lindsay has consistently been talking strategy every single time she's on screen and it's always her being on the right side of the conversation I say keep an eye out for her. Yeah, she's very I, I smart agree. and very under the I, radar.
1: I definitely agree. Yeah. And she's strong in challenges yeah, too. Yes. She's great. Like
0: Lindsay wants to convince Drea to vote Tori and they can split the votes. And Jonathan believes Tori will tell Drea, but he's only thinking this so he can be right in the conversation. And that just made me so sick.
1: Yeah. He really. <laughs> I was liking Jonathan until until this like scene, so annoying. It, this this really showed his true colors and we're gonna see it more did. true colors later yeah, on more come out later um, mm-hmm.
0: jonathan's getting defensive and Lindsay is trying to talk to him and she's not getting through to him um he is going hard because he has immunity and this happens a lot on these shows once you're in power or have
1: safety you think you can rule the world yeah and especially with him like you don't want to be like the person who's like oh like Maybe it's not too bad if he wins everything, but then he shows that like when he does win, he goes on like this power trip. So then people are not going to want to keep him around because he is like so strong in challenges. You need to like
0: this scene. You need to be this scene is going to. He's not. This scene is going to end with him saying he wants to orchestrate a big move and he is going to love every minute of it. Just you wait, good sir. Just you wait. Halfway into this episode, we're already on travel number one. Why did, why wasn't this the double episode? I mean, they got everything they needed in. Yeah, but I, I kind of need more time. Yeah, but it I think you're right episode. when you. I think you're right when they when you talked about the um, the cliffhanger with the uh hourglass. It didn't work, so they had to I guess had to make that the double episode. Yeah, I guess. Give us more double episodes. I'm here for yeah.
1: it. Yeah, me too. we Survivor.
0: We'll take more. <laughs> All right. Well, the first five arrive to tribal, and it's a downpour. High is soaked. Cool. His he, he is full body shivering, um, and also Jeff's slick back hair. Choice choices not cute. Yeah,
1: you didn't like it. No. Ew.
0: <laughs> Ew. Did you? I don't
1: even remember. Do you have a thing for Daddy Jeff? I do. I think. Okay, he's that busy. makes sense. Again. And his nudes are out there, and it's nice. Excuse me. Yeah. What? Google, <laughs> Google yeah, it. Yeah.
0: You are lying to me. From I'm when?
1: Totally not. I'm not. Just Google it. How old are they? They're pretty old. Okay. Okay. Like maybe. The- so they're not like
0: Snaggy Balls.
1: He's a, he no. It's like 90s, maybe early 2000s.
0: Okay. Okay. So when he was younger.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. All right.
1: Omer says when you get But he has like a six survivor- pack and stuff. He has like a really good body, maybe not today, but like a few years ago, he did. He's probably got one of those six-pack dad bods. Like, haven't you seen the him on like Two and a Half Men, naked with the pizza box? No, ew, no.
0: (laughs) I got a lot of homework to do. Apparently, yeah, you do. (laughs) All right, Omer says when you get through the Survivor of all, it's a great life lesson. Jeff is going to ask Mike about the new dynamic. He tells them that you go to sleep and you're not comfortable. So you wake up, so you go through the evolution of how you want to play, and when you calculate it all, things can be thrown out the door, and you only have a few hours to figure out what to do instead. I says that luck and destiny are out of your control. You wake up with an idea that you want to do at this tribal, but they have to adapt, and here they are. Has the game shifted for Roxroy? He says that they were mellow with only five people, and not strategized. Jeff says, is that like a game of chicken? And Roy says that some of them have an understanding on what's going to happen. How sad is it knowing what's going to happen and knowing you're going to have to watch this back with your family? That probably sucks. That probably really does suck. I would be like, I'm going to watch this one alone. You can all watch yeah. in the living room and we're going to ever talk about it again.
1: <laughs> I'll see you next episode
0: exactly mike says they didn't scatter they all played it safe he knows that he's going what he's going to do romeo says he found it interesting that it's an all-male tribe and it was an interesting dynamic with no women they just did the male head nod and got back to normal life talking um i hate that male head nod i hate it i used to do that in like high school all the time like the hallway you know like the 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 shit up up? hate that i hate it Mm -hmm. i hate it um ugh. roxroy says they dismissed that there was a big decision and there wasn't anything he saw that would change his vote oh buddy just you wait jeff returns with the votes because they just voted and uh no idols or advantages are played and by a vote of four to one Roxroy is blindsided roxroy is going to put his vote on romeo while everyone else voted for roxroy everyone everyone everyone, everyone. even mike four to one even mike which is He had to do. Let's discuss this. Did Mike make the right move bending over, or should he have fought for what he believed in and tried to swing high to save Roxroy? No.
1: He did the right thing.
0: Now, if High and and Mike are sitting in final travel together, what's Mike's big move? What what move has Mike made yet? I
1: don't know.
0: (laughs) Right, and that's why I'm not sure... right so like at some point he's gonna to have to say hi it's my turn we're going with my idea otherwise yeah, he has no resume true um so it's very interesting to see this person who is lived a very dominating life as a firefighter and it's a very powerful
1: Played person passenger that- game yes to a freaking gay guy i love it <laughs> this is how the world should work yeah that's true I'm
0: kidding i'm kidding people um, but yeah, it's very interesting. That's dynamic because visually, it looks like Mike would be the one in charge, but High is in the driver's seat. He is making all the decisions for the two of them. It's fascinating. Very fascinating to watch.
1: I like it. I'm here for it.
0: Now, with Romeo, is Romeo fully indebted to Omar at this part?
1: Um, I mean, what does that mean? That's well, that's, that's how that's how romeo feels you know i i can't say if he it's the game of survival player
0: as a player if you are romeo do
1: you or yes like yeah yeah i would want to work with omar omar's making moves he's like making things happen like every time yeah and he's like doing It, it so master 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 masterfully and like under the radar that it's like inspiring
0: yeah um, it's going to be really interesting to see how this dy- dynamic plays out once everyone's back together and we're a tribe of eight. Yeah, well, we got true. trial number two. We got trial number two. Roxroy goes to sit on the jury bench alongside Chanel, and now it's time for some excitement. As the other five arrive, they see Roxroy on the jury, and there are some very shocked faces. Jeff Astrea, if this was a surprising vote, and she says yes, she doesn't know what it means though. This was the moment where I saw a massive shift in Drea. This was not who we have seen before. Um, And it was kind of really interesting and fascinating to watch because this was an evolution of a person in real time. Totally. Yeah. Lindsay says, if... It threw them off guard for the five of them as they all had an assumption of where the other five was going to go. Drea is asked what she has to do when forced to adapt. And she says, you have to go back to the drawing board to figure out how to fit in. She says she looks over there and sees two people who she didn't think would be there so soon. And it changes your mindset. But she's not ready to share how she feels. Because she knows. She, she's aware of what the conversation will turn to if she says how she truly feels. Mm-hmm. Now, Tori finds that this twist is a good opportunity to work with people you might not have worked with, even if your odds are still 4-1 and of going home. But Marianne says the great Survivor players need to look a step ahead. Just because they are currently in an isolated five doesn't mean they will always be in this five. They have the information from the other Tribal now. Drea says this previous vote changes things. And now she's going to note that they had four black contestants on Survivor, though they are forgetting that Mariah is as well. She says that it always happens to the Black contestants to get booted. She's pissed, and she believes it is subconsciously
1: race-related. Do you agree with that statement? Yeah, I do. I do. Well, I think there's definitely been a history, and it's like just coming to fruition another time, and she's seeing it in real time. And knows that she's a target and that her target is supposed to be Marianne. So, like, she sees that inev- it's, like, almost inevitable that another Black person is going to be the third on the jury. Like, Now, I do want to ask you,
0: strategy-wise, had she been told the vote was for Tory, do you think she would have reacted the way she did?
1: Probably not as much
0: not as heavily but but still
1: they probably would have been different but i
0: agree obviously the theme of the season is they didn't see season four they don't know the twist they don't know how the game was played and race was a dominating factor post-merge of survivor 41 and yet we're seeing it play out here in survivor 42 just in a different way what do you think this says about survivor and
1: the world at large well it's survivor in its essence is a like microcasm of the real world. Um yeah. and the fact that these these topics are so like s- like socially what am I trying to say? That they're like they're very like it's it's happening right now, like today. Like yeah. race issues are like a huge topic. Um so it only makes sense that it's coming onto Survivor 2. Um yeah. and I'm glad that people are willing to like speak up about it and bring it absolutely to
0: and i know this is kind of crazy to think but subconsciously the people who might be in the real world innately racist but love survivor they're watching this as a mirror to themselves yeah And I think that's important because there are people who are just not political because they they don't watch the news. They don't know what's happening in the world. But this is a way to inform. And I think it's kind of um, important to have these discussions. And I'm glad the show does not censor it at all. Agreed. It It may not be quote unquote gameplay, but it is part of the game. It is real. Drea says she now has to play a little harder, so she will be playing her idol to stay in the game. She lays it all out there. The real world has entered the reality world once again. The tribal is alive. And Jonathan will talk to Drea to discuss the new move. Tori will say to Jeff that she doesn't think Drea's uh, stand to play her idol is necessary. And Drea says she says that because she's not in her shoes. Tori has not been involved in the conversation until Jonathan tells Lindsay to tell Tori that it is Drea still. We'll discuss Tori a little more as this travel continues, but I got to say it was cringe.
1: Yeah, she's not very socially aware at the moment. Especially. <laughs> tribal, especially. Especially knowing
0: some real world things that her and potentially her family have been involved in. Okay. Um, so this was not cute. Yeah. Marianne will now essentially announce that she will not write Drea's name down. So she, as she sees two Black people on the jury, she'll explain that Chanel goes out first and that's fine. Roxroy, that's another person. If she writes Drea down, that's three Black people in a row. And she says that Survivor is not just about strategy, it's about bringing the social world into the small thing. She says if she writes Drea's name down, then she's part of the perpetuating problem. Morally, she will not vote Drea. Now Jonathan is going to create a bit of controversy, likely out of ignorance, but he will say that he doesn't think this is right because they are coming at it if as if they were racist. And both Marianne and Drea will immediately jump in and say no one ever said that. But as Drea is trying to explain the situation, she asks him to not make it seem like she's aggressive, and he will say that she is literally being aggressive. And that is the second we take a step back and see the danger of the angry black woman trope.
1: Yeah, this it
0: was, was disgusting. It was disgusting. And I don't, I don't look on social media. I don't know if Jonathan discussed anything, if he, he mentioned anything, but again, you want to talk about real world coming into the show. That's it. That that's what people do. And, and you, you, you see recently with um, the Supreme court hearings and, and, and uh She's just sitting there trying not to get angry at the stupidity of the questions she's getting. This is the example. This is the problem with the world. And Survivor is getting to showcase it once again. Yeah. I would not be shocked if Jonathan got nasty messages.
1: Um, no, but- he's doing fine, actually. <laughs> but okay. I mean, what share? I can't speak for his DMs, but he's getting a lot of support and all of like, I'm sure Jonathan really learned a great valuable lesson this week when he hasn't shown anything that proves that is the case.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, it was, it was really hard to watch. It was really, really hard to watch. Agreed. Marianne will try to explain to him that, yes, it's a game, but there are subconscious biases that she might have that he doesn't have. And it's like that saying he's subconsciously racist. And again, they try to get him to understand it's a big picture, not personally about him. It's about how they feel. Drea wanted to play for representation. She says it's a fact that minorities get kicked off first in the game. She was hoping it wouldn't be that cycle, but it is. She gets emotional when she says it happens all the time that they that they speak and get shut down for calling everyone racist, but that's, well, she's not. We have never seen this emotion out of Drea. Ever. Yeah. Jeff notes that Drea is stepping out of the game. She says she came into this game knowing she would have to think about how she speaks and acts when she says representation. It means they understand each other and help others understand them. Marianne says that if they get to the vote, no idols are played, and both of them are still there, but she needs to play the idol so people who are watching will know that she didn't make it another day because of race. She believes that if they don't play both idols, there will be someone watching saying they they use race. Nothing is off limits in Survivor. Andrea says it sucks that this has turned out this way. What did you think of all that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with what they both said. Um, It's like they have this they have the power to like ensure that another black person doesn't go home this week. Yeah. So even if it means in the next the next they the need to their idol,
0: they're willing to right. make this moment happen.
1: Yeah, and that's commendable. Um yeah. and I I completely understand what Marianne is saying about having to use it because people are going to like cancel out them staying by saying, oh, well, they just stayed because they pulled the race card, you know? Lindsay says she
0: has never taken it that way and she respects what they're both saying and this whole conversation. She has never sat in their shoes, but she can empathize with them having to deal with that day in and day out. It hurts her that it's hurting them that the vote has brought something outside of the game into it and tells Drea that she doesn't feel like she's being aggressive and says it was fair for her to say it.
1: And I was like, Lindsay, you're a smart girl. She had the correct talking points.
0: <laughs> she knows it. Marianne says her biggest fear was she would see injustice and sit down and do nothing. She doesn't want the pattern to continue and that would be an injustice to her experience as a black woman. She will note that talking to Omer, there has never been a Muslim person who has made the merge and that changes his gameplay some people don't have that burden when they enter the game they all may have a 1 in 18 shot to win the million but with their burdens and privileges that shot might be bigger or smaller for 21 years old, Marion yeah, smart.
1: smoke very beautifully this episode I thought I, I was so impressed yeah me too Jonathan is feeling that he is glad it's
0: been cleared up, that it wasn't the tribe that made them feel this way. He tells them that he loves them. hated, sorry, I'll let you finish, but... Marion says it's not about her hating him or anything. This is a moment bigger than the game. Say exactly what you're going to say, because I... Jeff was like, do you
1: have anything else to say, Jonathan? Like, maybe he should have been like, yeah, sorry for gaslighting all y'all just now. No. Oh, I'm just glad we cleared up that I'm not racist. Like that's not even what the point was, Jonathan. It was he it, it was
0: it was it was really gross. But now Tori will say that she knows it's bigger than the game and it would minimize their experience if they try to get back in game mode. But you know but we're going back exactly to game mode <laughs> going, exactly. You know what was in her mind. And yeah. she just had no tact here. No, um <laughs> she should have said nothing. It's true. She should have said nothing. It would have been up to Marianne and Drea to end the conversation, but Tori basically did it. From what was presented, I wasn't there. You weren't there. We only see what is presented on the show. But, um, yeah. Jeff asks if part of what is hard is the transition into the formality of writing someone's name down. And Drea says yes. Jeff says the other option is to just simply vote from their seats. Okay. Marianne and Andrea are immediately turning in their idols. They are both safe. Jonathan is safe with immunity. So now it is up to Tori or Lindsay. Lindsay says she can only hope that they all trust her and want to go forward with her. And Tori feels like they are vibing toward voting her. She will ask them why they are going to vote for her. And I was like, that's a bold move. I respect that you really are trying to get the vote turned off of you, but that was a bold move because you're going to find out. She also didn't
1: like do anything to like, she didn't take the feedback and be like, okay, well nope. all she was like, well, I didn't so
0: <laughs> So Drea says because she's been gunning for her since I Ika Jonathan says she's lied to her and they don't have a good relationship compared to what he has with Lindsay and Marion says the game is still on and she doesn't want to vote for her but the best step for her is to vote for Tori Tori will say that she is going to play her shot in the dark as all the votes are going to be on Tori It is totally fair, but that's part of the game with this stupid fucking twist. I would have been mortified if that twist ended up the different way. Oh yeah, that would have been
1: wild. Um, I can I say I don't like that Jeff didn't have them like vote like normal. Well, I I think think
0: that's where the hard part was because Jeff basically asked. Marianne and Dre should have
1: had the option to not play their idols. Okay. I mean, they wanted to. I, yeah, that's true. That's true. But whatever. <laughs>
0: Tori's going to drop her dying, grab the shot in the dark, and Jeff is going to reveal that Tori is not safe. So with four votes on Tori, she is voted out. <sighs> this was heavy. It was very, very, very heavy. It was. It was. Um, With worldly factors considering how was this move for the long term i thought going in once the teams were split that tory was the surefire vote so strategically without everything going on tory was the right person to go for
1: yeah yeah
0: it was a safer move could eliminating drea had roxroy not been eliminated been a thing it could have been very interesting and i think um, it would have given someone like High more power later on because Drea yeah. is in a um, power position, even though she only lost one thing. She still got what
1: three more? She had, I think, two two more at least. Right. I thought she had. I thought she had three advantages, but I could be wrong.
0: Um, amulet, extra vote, idle.
1: Oh, and did it. she get Maybe something we're... from sitting out in a challenge?
0: Yeah. Yeah, she has the yeah, um, uh, she, the the knowledge. Power, where the knowledge, know-er know-er yeah, she, the knowledge yeah. or knowledge well, is or power. That.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So she has four. So she still has three, and it, one of them stacked. being the biggest. <laughs> one. Yeah, is. um, yeah. I think this was the right move overall. It just sucks how we got here. It really. Yeah, was.
1: yeah.
0: Um, I want to ask one more question. In compared to last season to this season, obviously dynamics are important last season we saw the black players bond and work as an alliance were the black players this season just so diametrically different as humans that that's why they didn't bond the way the other four did because you had shan and um what's-her-face go on the uh, summit together, and that's how they bonded. Was it Liliana? Um, Liliana, yeah. And, and then you had Deshaun and um, the, our misogyny duo uh, be on the same tribe, so that foursome came together naturally. Why yeah, I mean, it Here we only started
1: with Dre and Roxroy together, and then they right. guess and, they did not, they, and Marianne. They,
0: they... Right, and then
1: you so had... Roxroy was um, too, like, overbearing kind yeah, of yeah
0: so thing. is it possible that they were just so different as humans that that's w- why they didn't bond together when once the merge happened
1: maybe possibly
0: um or it could have been placements in their tribes because obviously we knew chanel was on the bottom marianne was on the bottom and rox roy and drea were in the big alliance so that they, they just weren't there was no seeing eye and eye from an alliance standpoint yeah Just very interesting dynamics. And I again, I think that's what's kind of exciting about watching two seasons back-to-back that the second season didn't see the first season. Things are gonna be different. Yeah, I love that. All right, I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? I got some burning answers. What are Roxroy
1: and Tori's legacies? Um... Both being pretty overbearing in different, <laughs> in different ways. Roxroy yeah, was just kind of bossy. And then Tori was like cringe material. But she the won cringiest. two challenges. So that's pretty fierce. That being said,
0: Tori is probably the first person all season that we've gotten to that I could see returning for a, a returning player season just to be on like, you know, a villain's tribe.
1: Yeah, no, she, Her and Angelina together. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God.
0: A terrifying...
1: <laughs> who's in danger girl um romeo i'd like to think jonathan i'm gonna say I'm, those two. I'm
0: really really interested to see how this is all gonna play out i could see someone taking a shot at high next i just could see because that too. He yeah well
1: romeo's over. obviously gunning for him if he can like pull together right. some troops right romeo has the
0: power here and be like you, you should have got rid of me because now i can get rid of you uh, so I'm really excited to see what happens next. Um, but after eight episodes, the winner of the
1: season is Omar. I'm saying Omar. Okay.
0: I could see it. I, I think edit wise, he's definitely been very active and anytime he has been discussing strategy, it's always been positive and good. Yeah. Um, though last week he was on the wrong side of the vote, which was very interesting. Um, I had been saying Lindsay all season long and I'm I thought you were still kind of liking it. Um, okay. As I said, we didn't really see a lot of Erica's gameplay until the um, the end it's of true. the season. Um, so maybe we'll see a little more Lindsay. But I'm going to make another was, big
1: statement. here. This was a good episode for her too, I thought. I really think it could go to Marianne. A lot of people are saying Marianne, you know, maybe it could be, it could be. I would not be shocked. I wouldn't either. She is
0: playing a very good game. Yeah. And she would be a likable winner too.
1: She would be fun. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not super on board with Marianne, but you know, I could see it. I could see it. That's okay. Yeah, it's going
0: to be definitely very, very interesting. And and you know what, I like this season. It's really good.
1: I do too. The cast is great. The twists are working better this time. It seems. I don't know. It really is. It's it's a good season.
0: All right. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug?
1: Yeah. So you can find me on social media at Miss Felicia. That's at M I S S F E L L A T I A. I'm also there as a boy at T Grunin, that's T-G-R-U-N-I-N. That is also my Venmo handle if you want to send me some cha-ching. Um, I'm a drag queen. I'm a spin instructor at Psychobar New York City. Um, come through. It's a fun time. Well, this was a pleasure. Thank you for being here. Always is. I feel like I'll be back pretty
0: soon. A huge thanks to Miss Felicia for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com/blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.